Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Chip and pink can cause issues. DOJ about accommodations. This app for Discoculia. What is learning disability? And it's never too late to start remediation. This is our podcast for week 42 of 2019. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thank you so much for inviting me back. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. The, uh, the chip and pin seems to be uh, an issue. What is the deal with chip and pin? I never pin. Oh. I sign. Yes, or uh, you probably have a, a chip uh, in your uh, little cart. We, yes. we were kind of used to that in Europe for some time, and now it's all over the U.S. as well. So uh, some stores and, and uh, above certain amounts, you are also asked to sign. And that is okay, even if the chip has been approved. But uh, that is um, no problem. But for people with dyscalculia, it gets harder when um, the card is a debit card. Right. Or when a store card is used and when you're in Europe and they generally require PIN codes to be entered over there. PIN codes, yes. Yes. So this can cause for some people people with dyscalculia because they they really um, have a hard time in memorizing the PIN codes and particularly if you have maybe one or two cards and maybe you have a phone uh, also that that needs a, a PIN. Um, So there are some exceptions being made for older people uh, or for people who are in the first stages of uh, Alzheimer's dementia. Right. And uh, they um, (coughs) don't have to use that uh, that system. Right. Um, But there is no exception available yet for people with uh, learning disabilities. No. And I've heard uh, uh, recently uh, at the LDA, um, Learning Disabilities Association of Texas, that uh, there's also some plans to get some little tag on um, driver's licenses, so that when people are stopped and might um, talk a little bit more um, unarticulated, right. that or, or cannot say the alphabet backwards like they sometimes require when you have, and then when you have dyslexia, that may be an issue. Oh yeah, that yeah. is an issue. Right, and. Um, I would uh, definitely fail that one, particularly in English, (laughs) as that's not my first language. Um, But that um, um, officers can get some information about um, the medical or um, learning uh, disability association, learning disability situation of that person, so that uh, they don't misinterpret uh, certain signs. But here, the yeah, the. The chip cards can be, uh, an and the pins can be an issue. Yeah. Well, here is uh, the next link about the Department of Justice, uh, and they talk about accommodations, and there is a video. Let's see if we can listen in for a little bit here. All right. Well, thank you all very much for joining us. My name is David Egner. I'm with the Office of Special Education Programs in the U.S. Department of Education, and I'm pleased to introduce our speakers for today. Uh, who will be presenting on the Department of Justice's uh, technical assistance on testing accommodations for standardized exams. 
and uh, with us today is Roberta Kirkendall. She is the Special Legal Counsel for the Civil Rights Division in the United States Department of Justice, and Navina Sinan, uh, I'm sorry, Sina, who is a trial attorney for the Civil Rights Division, also with the U.S. Department of Justice. Uh, with that. Good. So th this is actually uh, a, a recording of a, of a whole presentation. Uh, I, I've, I've watched it uh, uh, extensively. This is, this is, I never knew how much the Department of Justice was on top of these things. And, and that is wonderful. That's, that's really great. I'm so, so happy to uh, be able to report that. And here in that video, they very clearly explain what the rules are under the Americans with Disability Act, the ADA, and how people can easily reach uh, someone from the Department of Justice when there is a problem with the school about the uh, accommodations. Now, they also highlight that schools and the testing companies are, are not at liberty to come up with all kinds of uh, far-fetched, cumbersome procedures. Um, for um, high-stake testing, but that they really have to describe which and uh, which accommodations and why uh, the children are entitled to uh, to do uh, to have those accommodations. Right. And this also goes for uh, exams from trade schools, so not just high school colleges or. Um, but or even if you want to become a firefighter or so, uh, those kind of exams that yes. will also be covered. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to uh, definitely to my knowledge yes right, right, and right. it would be it would certainly be an inconsistency if those uh, would be uh, exempt excluded yeah yeah, yeah no I, I thought they were very uh, very eager to uh, to answer all the questions uh, very good presentation for everyone to uh, to watch yeah, definitely for the schools to watch so that they know that the department's judges is looking over your shoulder uh, right right okay. So the next link, uh, we include that. It's a little practice app, uh, maybe useful for Discoculia. It's, it's, it's a neat little gadget. Uh, the, the nice thing why it's included actually is because they they publish the uh, the code in, in which they have developed it on GitHub, the, uh, the sort of uh, worldwide uh, collection of, uh, of code. And uh, so that's, that's pretty nice. Uh, that is definitely uh, nice. And, and moving toward uh, using uh, GitHub more so that um, as many um, options for extra learning are available to a large number of people is obviously uh, something that we, we are very happy with. So um, like you said, I also played around with it for a bit. Now, um, not all options did work flawlessly yet so but i know uh, codes are always being developed and adjusted so that can uh, right. still be something that they're working on and um, the only thing you can do is fill out answers now for addition problems and then hit the button uh, with check and that will highlight uh, if you made an error or not so no at this moment, it does not include explanations how to uh, do it better. Um, so we wait for the next upgrade of this yeah, little game. Yeah, um, 2.0. <laughs> absolutely. We're talking with Dr. Schroeder, founder of DiscoCuliaService.com. And we're looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. 
So our, our next link says, what is learning disability? And, uh, and that is the, uh, the title of a video. And we're celebrating learning disability month. So let's listen in and see what the uh, video brings us. Open this page, this line, this paragraph, this lesson. It's a long thing. So even my son, he had the same problem. Supposing I give him a chance, so he couldn't do that. So I got used to that. I, I used to tell him, okay, repeat the message, what I have told you to do. Yeah, and here uh, they are typing that uh, this lady was a fashion designer, fashion textile designer. My eldest son, and uh, and due to the uh, experiences with her son, she became uh, a, a special needs uh, educator. So. Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. This yes. is such a great initiative, and yes. I'm so happy for her that she actually reached that uh, goal. It, uh, like you said, this uh, video is highlighting that October is Learning Disability Awareness Month. And let me um, clarify that uh, name. Um, learning disability might sound for some people as a little bit uh, negative. And uh, they would prefer the term uh, learning difference. And it definitely is a learning difference. But we also like... Uh, two uh, posts uh, back, we were talking about what the Department of Justice said and what is on paper. And uh, to get those accommodations and also remediations, it should be a diagnosed learning disability. So um, yes, we, we need to stick to, to the official uh, word here. Right, and I think that the, uh, the, the why, why it is then called a disability is it aligns with the law, but also the disability is you have a difference you have a learning difference but it also handicaps you absolutely in, in what you're endeavoring to do and that then makes it a disability so you got to have those two components there is a difference there's something there but it also bothers you and the two of those together then form the disability yes and uh, another thing that this video highlights is that um, it's a global issue and in some countries there is much more awareness than in other uh, countries also being accepted in your community that is very with a uh, learning disability that is very different in different areas of the world and obviously we hope that that will be a little bit more balanced in the future yes well that brings us to our uh, last link of the weekend it's a happy note it says it is never too late to start remediation well, that is absolutely that true. Good. That that is that is our not only our belief, but we actually see that in our practice uh, as we work with students of many ages. Um, and we would hope that the dyscalculia is obviously early detected, so that student has a uh, a better chance of. Uh, getting a good remediation fairly quickly. Also, the time of remediation is shorter uh, the earlier you start. But that doesn't say that when you are an adult and you have a um, identified disability. So you do not just start out of the blue because you think that you might have dyslexia mm -hmm. or dysgraphia or one of those um, dis words. You really need to get 
started with a good evaluation so that you know what you're talking about, so that you can pinpoint the, um, the intervention. And if you do that, um, definitely adults can also uh, learn. Also, uh, they are usually really motivated and they put in that extra work and that uh, definitely pays off. And we've seen a lot of adults making amazing progress. So the story in the posting is from a similar case where someone decides to go back to college at a later age to still get a diploma and meanwhile has been diagnosed and gets support for her uh, dyscalculia. And it's not only people going back to college, it's people who on a later age think, well, I never got uh, my high school diploma and I'll got that uh, um, out of the way. I, I want to work at that because I really want to... Um, get some completion there. Get some completion. Yes. And uh, by having a high school diploma, that opens up uh, way more options uh, in the workforce also. Right. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder. Always great to have you with us. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next week. Um, and let me take this moment to highlight Dr. Schroeder's mission to increase the number of dyscalculia tutors in the country. She has developed an online course for uh, people who want to become a dyscalculia tutor. And all the information about that is at dyscalculiatutor.org. Dyscalculia Headlines Weekly is a production from dyscalculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at dyscalculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at dyscalculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.